Good rising, beloveds, it's Bush Mama here, recording live on Anchor, and the day is the 11th of September, October, wow, <laughs> 4.53am in the rising. <sighs> I like taking deep breaths, it feels like I'm just shaking off stagnant energy, because I definitely take a journey when I'm sleeping, I can just about walk when I wake up. So maybe I'm walking, walking, walking in the other life. But anyway, <clears throat> one network that I do like is um, Twitter. I like Twitter because um, people express themselves. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can see people expressing themselves in little small bites because it's good to have small bites. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because it actually, um, it makes it more digestible. Do you know what I mean? I like small bites, even though I can, you know, take in long, long bites. But I prefer small bites because it gives me time to process. So I take the small bite, I think about it, I'll process it. And I've only got that small bite to process anyway. So I've gone onto Twitter today and, um, you know, I was attracted by some people's bite size, more mind size bites. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> what came to me is that a lot of people are saying it, but not being it, because it's easier to say. It's far easier to say. And these people that are saying it, they strongly believe it. Or they strongly know it. <clears throat> no. They strongly believe it. Yeah, they strongly believe it. They, it, it, it. they strongly believe it so strongly that even I believe that they know it. But when I go into the more of their minds, then I realise that they just believe it. Now, believing it is a really good start. Believe in what, Bush Mama? Believe in anything. It's a really good start, right? To have a belief system, it's a really, really, really good start. But these people that have a strong belief system in their lives or what's taking place, they're still stuck. They're still living in fear. They're still struggling, you see? And this is what makes me know that these people who are light workers, because they can see, but they're finding it very difficult to free themselves. <clears throat> because the stronghold on humanity is real, and it's very, 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 very strong. Very strong. And I know how strong it is, because I know how strong I am, and it had me. And I'm not free, 100% free yet, but I am freeing myself. And I promise myself never to get myself bound up again in the lies, in the deception, in the manipulation. I'm not going to get myself bound up in that. I've taken myself out of it. And I've removed myself from people who vibrate on that low vibration. I'm good by myself. In fact, I'm the best by myself. 
because I've only got myself to deal with and I'm good with myself, you see? So we have to make a decision that we're either in or we're out. If we're out, it means we come out of them. We come out of them. At least 95% of coming out and let the 5% be the internet. And when you go onto the internet, you go to check your emails, you go to do your research, you go to share some positiveness, but you don't get caught up in the drama on the internet. It's another world. So if you're trying to escape the drama in the 3D world, then you need to also escape the drama in the virtual world. There's many worlds. <clears throat> There's many worlds and we have access to every single one of them. <coughs> Excuse me. We have access to every single one of them. Okay? But first we have to access our own world, the internal world. We have to have control and have a sense, not even a sense, we have to have security. Not a sense of security, we have to have security. So strong enough that we don't entertain fear. You see? It's okay to say fear is false evidence appearing real. You believe that, but you have to know that. And when you know that, all right, regardless of what comes, you have to find peace within yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the only peace that you're going to find. Unless you're around peaceful people all the time, where you can find peace in them too. But there's no peace in man-made worlds. <clears throat> Especially the worlds that are here. There's no peace. And if we go back into the Bible, the Bible's like a mythological book. And I've been reading a lot of mythological books of late, and I'm realising that, hang on a minute, these mythological books are a reflection of the life I'm living now. Because the ones who rule this world, not the ones who've created this world, like, okay, I guess they have... No, we've created the world for them. Our perceptions have created the world for them because the ones who are the um, imitators, they're not the innovators. We are the innovators. The human beings are the innovators. <clears throat> so what they do, they control us to think a certain way because they can't do that. You see? They don't have the capacity to think the way that we do in order to get the outcomes that they need. So they use us like puppets on a string. But then when your belief system moves up to a knowing system, then you do actually become like Neo. And if you're not feeling like a superhero in your mind right now, or like Neo in your mind, just in your mind, because that's where the battle is. The battle's in your mind, you see? I hear dirty suggestions most of the time. I know that they play with my mind, but it's getting less and less and less and less. Because I'm not playing with them, you see? I'm not entertaining their thoughts. Because they're not my thoughts. I have no fear. Me, the original one, I have no fear. But the one that they want me to believe I am is full of their fear. And the fact is, is that that one doesn't even have no fear. Again, it's their fear. 
they've contaminated us and infected us with their fear, you see? Because how can they not enter our minds without leaving aspects of themselves in our minds? They're the, fear, they're the fearful ones. They are the fearful ones. They fear us. They fear us all waking up to find out that we have all been controlled. That's their biggest fear. They live in that fear. That's why they do everything and go to any extent to make sure that we don't wake up. Any means necessary. They're ruthless like that. They're protecting their image or their unseen image at any means necessary. Now, I don't really focus on them. I have to go into their characteristics. I have to go into the mythological aspects of life. Because just like the history, it's all one big lie. You see? Really, we can't believe what we've been told anywhere, anytime, from anyone. We cannot. The truth is inside of us. We know that something isn't right, don't we? We can see and feel that something isn't right, can't we? Come on. In parts of your mind, you know that you can. And in another part of your mind, you think that you can't. Come on, think about it. What's happening? There's a part of you that know that you can. And there's a part of you that thinks that you can't. Who are you believing most? What are you gravitating? What side of you are you gravitating to most? Because I can tell you this. If you gravitate more to the negative side, the reptilian mind, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it outside of the mind and into the heart, because that's where we should be living. In fact, that's how we came in. We came into this existence through the heart. We were resonating with the heart frequency, which is a love frequency. So we have to find our ways back into our hearts. You see, a lot of us are out of our hearts and in our minds. We need to come out of the mind and go into the heart because that entities, or that entity, or those entities, cannot live in our heart, you see. They can't live there, but they can live in our minds. You see, the way they can live in our minds is what we take into our mind. Now, what we take into our mind, we have to ask ourselves, where is that coming from? We shouldn't just take things into our minds without questioning it. Because our minds should be a sacred space where we live and have our beings, where we work out our own issues within our own selves. We don't need no interference, you see. And there's a lot of interference in our own personal processing. And then we think it's our thoughts. We think, think all these nasty, I mean, when these nasty thoughts come in, they're so nasty, they make you feel so bad, isn't it? They tell you you're no good. They put you down. They laugh at you. They make you think that other people are thinking bad of you. They corner you. They make you feel sad. They make you feel guilty. They make you feel ashamed. They make you feel jealous. They make you feel that you're all alone. They make you feel that no one loves you. I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. And those are not the thoughts that come from the heart space. If we look at, if we look at this then, whenever there's Valentine's Day... <laughs> 
It represents the heart. The heart represents love, isn't it? Now ask yourself this. Remember I said we came in into this world from another world in the heart frequency. We came in at that space. We came in through that space. Do you know what I mean? I would say the majority of us anyway. The majority of us. So the majority of us that have come in that space, you know that you are a giver. I love to give. When you love to help. When you love to solve problems. When you're always looking for solutions. For yourself, even. In fact, for, you, for yourself first. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For yourself first. If you're one of those people that are always seeking inside of yourself, always looking for answers, and you're always giving, regardless, you're always giving, it's your... It's just your nature to give. We, you, me and you, us, we are the ones who came in through our heart space. That's why we can't stop giving, even though people take us for granted. We can't turn it off. Yes, it may hurt sometimes. But then even when you get to the point of where I have found myself to be, it doesn't even hurt anymore. Yeah, it gives me a realisation, it makes me see that person, and that's a shock, thinking, shit, I thought this person was like this all the time, and they're really just being themselves. Because people mask, they clothe themselves. <clears throat> Excuse me. They clothe themselves, right? And when you see them clothed and dressed up, you think that's them, but it's not, it's a mask. So when you're able to reveal people's masks, because that's where I'm at now, I can see people, boy. <laughs> Trust me, I can see people like, trust me, and I'm telling people what I see. And it might scare some people, but I don't care. Because I'm coming from my heart space. You see? I'm coming from my heart space and I've got to speak what I see. Of course in wisdom, but I've got to speak what I see. I even thought about someone um, that I had an experience with and I saw their demons. And they asked me about that experience the other day, and I told them, I, well, I didn't say anything. I just was silent. I didn't respond, actually, to the question, which is something I never do. I always respond to people, eventually. And I was like, I'm trying to save her. <laughs> I'm trying to save her knowing what I saw. Like, imps, just running, little imps, just running around her. I felt like, you know, giving her no, no foundation in her life. She had no grounding. She was so airy. She had no grounding. She tried desperately to ground herself. I guess that's why I connected with her, because even though I wasn't so grounded, I was more grounded than she was. But, yeah, we meet people for different reasons. But, yeah, I realise that there's some things that need to be, you know, um, kept until it's time to be spoken. But we need to know, like, okay, when I was in Bali, there was a manku that looked at me and was looking at me behind my back. I didn't even realise. He must have been staring at me for a little while. And then when I felt like I felt like, I felt like something was looking at me, so I looked back at him. Because you do feel when people are looking, you've got, 
Look, wherever energy, wherever attention goes, energy flows. So if someone's looking at you long enough, you're going to feel it. And that is why, even though you can't see people looking at you, you can feel people watching you, or you feel like you're being watched. Even though there's nobody around you, do you often feel like you're being watched? I do. I really do. But I don't care about the watchers. Because I know that they exist. And it's not thinking that they exist, but having that feeling of their existence, that will turn you crazy. Because you can't see anything, but yet you feel that they're watching. Just, you know, just start to accept that they are watchers out there that are unseen. But you don't have to have them around, you see. And that's what I'm realising. I'm shifting them out. That's why we have to do energy clearing. They're only in our lives and in our mind because we've invited them in. Unknowingly, you see. Like when you listen to the news, when you watch certain movies, when you eat certain foods, when you have sex with certain people, when you listen to certain people's opinions about you, when you listen to the opinions that they have about you, the demons I'm talking about, you get taken over. You can't even think for yourself because everything outside of yourself is thinking for you. I've been there. I've been there. I've had some nasty thoughts. Like, these demons hate me. They hate me. Like, literally, the thoughts that I've had that I would never have of myself, ever, they hate me. I don't hate myself. I love myself. And I would never think those thoughts of myself, ever. You see? And that's what made me know that there was some kind of foul play. I started to think for myself. I was like, hang on a minute. If I'm loving myself, where the hell are all these thoughts coming from about myself? And they were scary as fuck. Oh, excuse my French, it's the first time I've ever sworn on my podcast, but hey, it came out, so I accept it. No disrespect. But yeah, these, these, these demons, they hate me because they know who I am. You see? And they don't want me to know who I am. They know who I am. You know, I'm, I watched a film just yesterday. It was called, not if, no, it's not a film, it's a series. And it's called Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. And in this film, it was about a billionaire. In fact, there was 43 women that gave birth to children... Um, without them going through the normal process of what women go through to have a child. You know, one minute they weren't pregnant and then in a split second they were pregnant and they gave birth to 43 children. And this billionaire bought seven of them. Bought seven of them. And one of the seven... He believed she didn't have any superpowers, so he only focused on the six, because the six, were, they had evident superpowers. But this um, one, she was an empath, you know? But because he dumbed her down from the time he thought she didn't have any superpowers, she grew up believing that, and that's why she was never able to connect to her superpowers. She was just ordinary. But these other six knew they had superpowers. 
You see? I mean, that's what made him even more powerful because they knew. One of them was even cocky. Like, he was really cocky. He was dodging bullets. He was dodging, like, the, the most terrifying gangsters, demons. He was cocky. He knew. You see? He actually disappeared for... I think he left when he was probably 16 and came back when he was 53, but he still looked like he was 16. But what I'm trying to say is, is that the battle is always there. And I look at that billionaire dad. He never gave them a name. He called them by numbers, like number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and so forth. I guess it made it easier for him. And the truth was, it, they were an experiment for him. You know, so it was easier for him to just call them by number one than by names. In, in fact, you can see that that man wasn't thinking on his nurturing side. He was always on his, his reptilian mind side, his logical side. You see? He was cut off from those children. But yeah, you know, we, 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 we allow them in. We believe what we've been told. And we watch all these programs that are programmed to program our minds. We take in all of their news and all of their education and all of theirs. And we believe them and then we, you know, we create that existence for ourselves. We create that life. We manifest what we think. You see, that's why the world is in disarray as it is, because we, the source, the super beings, that don't know that we're super beings, are creating all of this. This is how powerful we are. We have created all of the world that you're seeing, just by us thinking that. That's why people that wake up, they come out of that world they're not into materialistic things. They stop going out. They stop raving. They stop drinking. They stop eating meat. They stop, they stop doing all of that stuff and they start to free themselves. And then they start to see more and more and more and more and more. The only thing that they can threaten you with is death, right? It's switching you off. But you never die. And I would suggest, right, that don't just say it. Of course say it because you believe it. But what, you know, focus on being it. Focus on really being what you believe. If you look at the word believe and the word be in, the two first letters are the same, be. It's good to believe because that's the first step to freeing yourself. But you have to be mindful what you believe in, you see. You've got to be very mindful in what you believe in. When you know what you know what you know, if you're depressed right now, you know that you're depressed, right? No one can tell you that you're not depressed. No one can say you just believe that you're, you're depressed. No, you know that you're depressed because you feel that you're depressed. But if you believe that you can come out of your depression, then you will come out of your depression slowly but surely. Once you know that you're, you have the power to come out of your depression, you'll come out. You see, you've lost your power. Our power's been ciphered on for as long as we were born. Because they know who comes in and the purpose, why they've come in, they know. This is their world, remember, they created it. So they know who's coming in and they know who's going out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But within, that's the great thing about free choice, you see, which many of us don't realise how powerful it is. 
You choose to believe what you believe, right? That's why we can't blame anyone for the life that we live in. Yeah, we can't blame anybody for the life that we live in. doesn't matter where you are. You go with you. And if you're, uh, if you're living in peace, wherever you go, whatever situation that you're in, I've been, I've been through a few near-death experiences and I've shocked my own self. Because the input that I've put into myself through my studies and through what I'm choosing to believe in, it saved me. It made me realise, come on, you don't have nothing to fear, you know this. It talks to me, it counsels me. It's like an intelligence of itself. You see, it guides me, it reminds me. Because I've put it in, it's almost like I've programmed myself. That when any given situation presents itself to the body, I, self, the intelligent self, will know what to do. I read all sorts of material, all sorts, all sorts. I program myself with all sorts of survival material, all sorts of mind materials. But you see, we're not programming our minds, we're allowing our minds to be programmed. So all those that are feeling down and defenseless, the only defense you have is to remember who you are. And stop just saying it and start living it. Start doing the work, because it's easier said than done. You've got to do the work, and it's not easy, especially when you're one of the chosen ones. Remember, there was 43 beings that came into 43 chosen women. Those 43 women were chosen. Four and three makes seven. That's all they needed. That was the completion. Seven is completion. Four and three, 43 women gave birth. You see? And he took seven. Seven, seven. Hmm, interesting. Right, so... We just got to start looking at the messages that they're telling us. You know, they, they, they do speak to us. They don't ignore us. Trust me, they do speak to us. And it's down to us to choose to believe. Just like when you hear somebody speaking to you about something and you might feel something in your gut that this person's not telling the whole truth. But then you continue to listen. At the end of you listening, you have to make a decision whether to believe their programming, because that's what people do when they speak to you. They do program you. They go into your mind. You allow them in their mind. Even when they've gone, you think about them, which means that they're in your mind. It's deep. That's why we have to start getting into mind clearing and spiritual clearing, you know, entity clearing. You know, this is another thing that the guys are showing me. Look. You're doing so well, Bush Mama, but you add this on. Add this on. Add it. You do this once a week. All right? And since I've been doing it, those nasty thoughts are not so much there. They're not 100% gone. It's getting weaker. It's getting weaker and weaker. I listened to a lady yesterday who also does entity clearance. And, you know, 
seriously, it's like, I, 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 I don't understand why people are fearful of the unseen. Because they're just beings without bodies. Just like we are, we just got bodies. But once the body has served its purpose, then we'll be beings without bodies too. Operating on different dimensions, just like we operate on different dimensions in the same universe. Like, the way how I think is not how everybody else thinks. And the way everybody else thinks is definitely not how I think. So within my own thinking, within my own programming, I've created my own world. And I'm at peace there. Do you know what I mean? That's how I know that monks can just stay by themselves. I feel like I'm having a monk experience by myself. I don't even want to react. I don't even want to respond. I don't even want to be around humans physically. I love humans, but their demons hate me. So I feel like I've just got to be by myself for a period of time. This is what's coming to me. And I can understand why all these great masters, they went off by themselves. There was something that started to switch off. Like, I'm not switching off this interaction that I normally really enjoy with humans. It's happening slowly to me. Like, I'm just slowly not wanting to be in their presence and just love them from a distance, you know? I don't know why it's happening, but it's happening. It feels good, though. It feels right. So my advice to you, beloved, is listen. Transform your belief system into a knowing system. Stop listening to the news. Stop believing things outside of yourself. And the thoughts inside of you that tell you you're no good, you know, trying to threaten you. Because that's what they do. They threaten you as well. Like that. They, oh, God, they're always threatening me. And to the point I'm like, F off. And the moment I say that with really a deep aggression, that thought disappears. It disappears. Oh, it might come back again. Because they're relentless, man. They, 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 they want a mission to keep you down. In fact, they want a mission to make continuously you their food source. They don't want you to know that you're a superhero. Just like one of the seven, her dad was crushing her. She believed her, her whole life she wasn't special. Even told her, you're not special. You know? So this is what her life was. She was, even like the way she looked, she just looked solemn. Like, he was, like, for her whole life, he was just sucking her dry. Maybe he was feeding off of her, actually. Maybe he was. Maybe she was his food source. Yeah, maybe she was. Because he really couldn't control the other six. The other six just allowed him to. Because, you know, he was the carer for them. So, you know, but once they started to get stronger in their power, you know, they started to see him for who he truly was. But then this other one, she still, you know, was solemn as she grew. She grew into herself rather than growing out of herself. And there's not much space within, is there? There's more space without. Like if you come out of yourself, there's much more space because the body's like a limit. You know? It's, it's, it's a container, isn't it? And if it's a container, it has its limits. And that's why some people feel trapped 
in their body like I did when I first experienced mushrooms in Amsterdam. Beautiful. I had a, an amazing experience. And then the person who I was, what I was with started tripping out and started projecting her fear onto me. And after I picked up a frequency, I then realised that my experience, which I was, out of, I was having an outer body experience, and it was wonderful, where my spirit was free from the body, even though I knew that I was, well, I didn't know, but I was attached to the body. In the moment of me being free, I didn't know I was attached to the body, but the moment I picked up her fear form, because she was, like, fearing for me, which she didn't even know what I was going through, it was so blissful, I realised that I was in the body, and that was the most awful experience ever. Like, this, this essence that was so free, just having this wonderful, oh, it was beautiful. Then I realised I was trapped, that this consciousness was trapped in the body, and I was no longer free, like I came back into myself, came back into the body. It was a horrible, not frightening, but it was a horrible experience to be trapped, to be limited. And that's what the body is. So I know that I am that consciousness. I know because I've experienced it. I've had that particular out-of-body experience. So I know I've been there before. But on that note, I have to go now because I have to get ready for rising chanting. But to all those that were born in the heart frequency, I want to just, just give you some inspiration, some life and some love today. Don't just say it. Work on being it. Don't just believe it. Work on knowing it. When those thoughts come into your mind, challenge them and you say this, I do not consent to any low vibrational dark forces to enter my auric field or my mind space. And you repeat that. Five times, three times a day, or any time you feel like your mind is under psychic attack. Because that's how they get to you. They get to you via your mind. You believe the, the suggestions, and then that's it. You go into, you sink into a low vibration. Once you go into a low vibration, you, the powerful one, becomes food for them. Okay? So, do the work. Do the entity clearing. If you need some help, Come to me, because it's working for me, and I know it will work for you. Yes, I. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Bush Mama loves you. Namaste. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Bush Mama, 55.